Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Coming to you live on this lovely leap day with pupils the size of dinner plates, I'm Slide Whistle. It's your boy, Immunization. Hello. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Magic Surgeon Aaron, Horde Punching Bag, and get ready for the most visually stimulating show you've ever seen. Yes, we're celebrating this special leap day with a bunch of visual games. I hope you boys are ready to really open your eyes and focus. I'm so ready. As long as it's not small text. I went to the eye doctor like an hour ago and I got my pupils dilated so I can't see anything smaller than so small. So he walked in the door and he had like, you know, those glasses that like they make you wear after one of these exams. He looking like Lady Gaga circa like 2011 maybe. <laughs> he was a real fame monster. Uh, yeah, definitely. That era. <laughs> so if my mic is open, just tell me. I, I can see the symbol, but I feel like I might lose track of it if I look away too quickly. And I was saying, like, this is perfect episode um for this to happen on because we do have our world-renowned March trading post-review segment today. <laughs> so I feel like I want to boot all of these. They're so blurry. I can see I can see the pictures. I just can't read what they are. So maybe that's a good thing. It'll be, you know, it'll be a little experience. Also, the leap day thing. Have we ever recorded on a leap day before? I don't think so. I mean, well, I think we only had one option, one opportunity to do so so far. Yeah, I was about to say this this five year old show <laughs> four years ago. You know what? While you guys talk about the first topic here, let me go and check on that one. It would have been 2020, so uh, check there. But I think it's also been a very long time since we've gotten a new review from a listener, and we actually got one this week from our friend Dupes. And so we can kick off the show by, I can read that for us, and we can take a shot in honor of this review. So thank you for sending this in, Dupes. I will go ahead and read it now. Yeah, maybe I should read it for Dupes. You know, maybe I'll really appreciate it. Yeah, you that. know, just stab at the dark, see what you can get. It's like popcorn <laughs> reading in your 10th grade English class. Ugh. Ugh, I always hated being like popcorned too. I, it's I, I'm just it's like crazy. <laughs> I I don't mean to be a meanie. How did you? <laughs> How did we get to tenth grade and, and you're reading this? I feel like you probably were a slow reader, right? I mean, were you were you one of the slow reader kids? Yeah, I've always been a slow reader, but that's another story for another time. For this story right now, it's this review, which is five stars from Dupes. It says, a mutant to dull, slide on in and get ready for a growling good time. <laughs> I returned to the world at the launch of Dragonflight from a long break following BFA and was surprised and sad to see that many of the long-running podcasts had gone the way of the Swift Zulian Tiger. I mean, that's true. That a lot have uh, closed up shop. I happened upon DNR and it's been a staple to my week ever since. I found most World of Warcraft podcasts spend a Hearthstone CD simply explaining what their podcast is, or the banter among the hosts is staler than last year's Brewfest pretzels. Oh. But not for the DN Army. The hosts do an incredible job making the listener feel like they're a part of a crew of the crew. I'd be surprised to hear if they weren't a major inroad to their server population, which, which is kind of funny. I feel like we have actually like yeah, with, with it, within Brown our more. small unit, we have got like at least like 10 people in there so thank you 
Um, Dupes continues by saying, Slide Whistle Immunization and the Fire Mage Extraordinaire himself, Aaron, produce an incredible Warcraft variety show, including weekly recaps of their gameplay, breaking news and hot fix highlights this week in wow conversations but also unique segments like growl on the prowl ttbbmm sexiest npc of the week traders post shoots and scoots and occasional game shows where the hosts face off in battles of the trivia mind that would make even the most knowledgeable emerald dream owl be scratch their feathered noggin i'm juggling as we speak i'm spinning plates over here cubby bub can attest to it I am popcorn reading right now. Um, <laughs> An equal feat to those other two we mentioned. Well, for me, it is, yes. Uh, Dupes continues by saying, There's a pervasive good-natured humor throughout the show, and I never feel like I'm listening to the same thing on any given week. The Proudmore Boys... But, okay, I, I feel like I need to tell the listeners that Dupes wrote it as The Proud, parentheses, more boys... Uh, mix in a healthy dose of post-production editing with great sound effects, giveaways, and tie-ins to the real world that give it an authentic feel and experience. The And the fun doesn't stop on the pod. DNR hosts an active Discord with plenty of engagement and fun to be had. Thanks, fellas, for keeping the game alive for this old wrath baby. Your fellow Wordlin Worgen dupes. Thank you so much. I love that. I also really, really love the implications of it's never the same episode because our formatting is so buck wild. <laughs> you know, there will be staples for like a month and you're like, what happened to sword names? What happened to wand words? And it's like, sorry, we forgot. The, our micro measurements of the micro holidays, which is like a flavor of like the two months there for a while. I it's, wish it's I back. could do more eyeball time, but I lost the sound effect for it. So, oh, mm. I had the sound effects for it. Also, we, oh my god, guys, we have to do an eyeball time in honor of my eyeballs. Like, we have to do one now. <laughs> yeah, no, Aaron, I have both of them saved, like mine and Slide's voice of it, so we can send them to you. But yeah, I think, <laughs> it's, I think this episode is officially eyeball time. Eyeball time! Eyeball time! <laughs> his optician looked at him. Do you know what it is, Mr. Whistle? It's eyeball time! <laughs> I wish it. He was really dry, actually. I wish it was a little more fun. Just like your eyes. Yeah, just like the shots we have on deck. I've got my shot. Would you? What is this? I can't. Is this vodka? I know you can't see the shot glass, so hopefully, uh, do you need assistance bringing it to your mouth? It is, in fact, vodka. Yes, I found it. I'm licking it right now out of the shot glass. Ew, you're, like, licking it like a cat, like, milk, like drinks milk from a bowl or something. Yeah, this one's for you, dupes. Shooty doops. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. Actually, been a while. pretty smooth, pretty smooth. During that time, I did go and check in... Not only have we leapt before, last time it was released on Leap Day, it was of course episode number 62, Rathion's Declassified Vision Survival Guide. Vision? Released wow. Vision, yes, all the way back at the tail end of BFA. So, we released it on Leap Day, but we didn't record it on Leap Day, I guess. That's true. We did not have the energies. We, we were lacking. People came and slapped our big juicy butts last time, but now our butts are protected. Also, I have a Leap Day pro tip for everybody listening at home. If you, you should submit PTO for your job four years ahead of time for Leap Day, 
We get an extra day once every four years. Why should you work it? That's been my motto for the past eight years. This is true. Um, and he didn't remind me, probably because he put this in like immediately and like he forgot as well. And I'm like, honestly, I need to get in on this trend. I should be working on this extra day. This is like capitalism trying to get us to work an extra day. Cook at your eyes exam and it's <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you were having a lot of fun. Actually, yeah, I was well because my mom has a fucking degenerative eye disease, and so I was mm. seeing floaters, and I was like, "Oh my god, my eyes are falling apart." And he was like, "Nope, they're normal." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, slide was starting to spiral a little bit about it, so I'm glad that this gave him a little bit of a clarity that he is not, in fact, going blind like his mother. Clarity is one word for it because I can't see shit still. <laughs> Rest assured, your eyes have officially become uncapped. Much like the Dragonflight Season 3 crests. Talk all about it while I chug this bottle of Malibu coconut liqueur. Ooh. I mean, it's good. I mean, like, I feel like, honestly, they should have uncapped it a little bit earlier. And I'm just surprised in general that it took them this long. And because it's like, what? Like, are, so what? If somebody this deep in the season wants to grind... 16s for like hours just to upgrade all their gear cool more power to them so so oh. just for the layman and i've been through this enough times but i'm never that guy it was that there were a set amount of upgrade tokens you could get per week and now that has been removed correct um i've for like 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 for the like they've ugh. Each reset, they would add, like, an additional, like, 150 or whatever it was, so then, like, that the cap was just increasing. So, like, a new alt that you just got would have, like, basically uncapped, you know? So now they just don't have a cap. You could just keep grinding it if you want. Why um, do they do that system? Is it just so that the first week you don't have people power leveling through it? If I dare ask, it's PvE content. Who cares? So they, I think it's just so that way people don't, if, if you give players an unlimited basis, they will absolutely abuse it. So I think it's one, to prevent burnout, it keeps people playing. Um, and two, you need a lot of crests to upgrade your crafted gear. And so I, I just think it's just, once again, to like kind of bottleneck you a little bit so you're not getting everything at once. Um, because you can easily cap your shit out like really quickly if it's unlimited, which I think that means right. This should have been earlier. Because now you can convert crests to lower versions of crests. Like, I need warm crests. But to get warm crests, I have to do 11 to 15s. And I'm not doing those. Yeah, so I, I it's almost to the point where, like, you want to run, like, I guess, 15, 16s or higher or whatever. To, to get, like, gear that's on a track that you could just use aspects for instead of trying to do 11s. I mean, because it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's, I, the, the system, for in some instances, is a little annoying. It's very flawed. You combine that with the flight stones that I feel like, again, are still harder to get if you if you don't want to delve in world content like me. So for a while, I've been just kind of dicking around in world content and amassing flight stones. But now I don't have enough uh, crests. And flight stones are still limited to 2,000. Like, when are those going to get lifted? Are they ever going to get lifted? What I've been doing on the characters that I've been playing, um, and then whenever I get like close to my 2K cap... If you go to the um, Keystone Lady by the Great Vault, the one that, you know, you can, like, lower your Hearthstone, I mean, lower your Keystone level on, she now also sells things. She sells, um, I think it's, like, 400 Flight Stones you can dump into one, and then it's a, one of those BOA, like, send it to one of your alts, and it gets gives them a piece of gear. What's the eye level on the gear? 
I, I, I honestly didn't even check. I, I just grabbed them and I'm going to send them to whichever character dings 70 next. Um, I haven't thought that far ahead. I, I easily could have looked it up, but I just didn't. I just like, this is good for someone, I assume. It's got to be like baby starter gear. For, it could be good for Alan, I think, who I'm getting going. I'm back on the evoker train. My hand's been hurt in a little bit. Healing, I have to press too many buttons to heal. So now I'm fully, we had raid and I was like, I'm not healing this raid. I, unless I really have to. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, okay, so speaking of being deep into the season and being surprised <sighs> it took them to, like, mm. uncap By the it way, so long. Sorry, I said I would be chugging during that whole discussion, and I just happened to finish. You chugged, wait, in... the entire time? We were talking about Crest? You were chugging? Yeah, I didn't have anything to contribute, so I said, might as well spice this up. Oh my god, we got, one of us is blind, basically, one of us is gonna be blackout, immune's popcorn reading. <laughs> <laughs> Truly Which again, the worst <laughs> of all of the ailments. It's on the same level of unhinged and difficulty as everything else that is being done on this podcast right now. Um, But for the record, it's been a while since I've taken a shot, Um, and I've been drinking a lot less lately, so this shot is already hitting really hard. It's gonna be a little sloppy around these parts. Um, just, but, yeah. just like our <laughs> fucking fire act kill, am I right? Yeah, so, okay, what I was gonna say was that I'm surprised that we fucking had, like, 20-plus people around this week for a raid, and we, our goal was, like, oh, we're just gonna go in and immediately start killing, like, get, a, get our, like, heroic fire act kill out of the way, because they, Blizzard announced, basically, that, like, like, uh, the legendary drop rates have been, like, severely buffed, and, like, we've seen some crazy pictures online of other raid groups. What did you guys see? Some are dropping like eight, nine, ten, ten like fire act axes in one raid group. Um, and, and for the record, I always say this, but I'm gonna say it again for new listeners. Our raid is traditionally bad. Once we get AOTC, we maybe get what would you guys say, two to three more kills on the boss, and then we call it quits. Well, that's been the recent thing. We used to just go in there and slam it over and over and over. I remember like. Saudis, we got so good at killing Sylvanas eventually that we were pulling in other people on second or third alts. But since late Shadowlands and Dragonflight, yeah, it's been when you're done, 50, 60% of the people are done forever. So now we have like 20, 22 people still willing to raid and show up. And we're like, we're going to get this axe. We've seen so many axes drop. Let's go. Bitch, it took us the entire raid time to kill Farak. <laughs> so, like, full disclosure, Slide and I were both late. Um, Partially because, I don't know, I kind of assumed that, like, that we wouldn't have a lot of people. I, I In my mind, I'm like, we're to the point of the season where, like, you know, it's just gonna be, like, really chill. People show up or they don't. We might not even, like, do heroic. Might do, like, team log runs or something. Because I feel like, is it, is it, am I, am I delusional or are we, like, in that territory now? <laughs> We are definitely in Teamwalk territory. The thing is, we have people who are bringing their second, third, fourth alts, but then you need mains to make sure that we can actually go through it. So a lot of us are at the mercy of people bringing in their tertiary characters now. So, so it, even it be beyond that, which that is very true, like that is part of a problem that's been happening, um, or maybe not necessarily a problem, but like, some key people have also not been there. I think, like, Ahoy, who's been, like, one of our tanks for, yeah, like, he, this year. Yeah, he's been the he, tank for forever. He he was, like, in Hawaii vacationing or something. So, like, he was gone this week. Our other tank, Vegemite, was just MIA. Um, so then Lynn, who's normally one of our, like, 
better healers had to swap over. So, like, I've actually been, like, having to heal as well again at our raid. Uh, so, like, a bunch of people have just been shifting around. So, like, the composition has just been weird. So, like, all... I feel like all of that really hit the fan this week where it took us the entire night just to, like, switch people around and get into something comfortable. So, yeah, it took us three hours to kill Farak when the last three weeks we killed Farak on our second pull. So, like... We have it on farm. We like with, with all these people. It's just that like, like people in different positions. It, it it was just weird because like we we can have this on farm. Like the last three weeks, we killed him in two pulls, like very quickly. We also did encounter some crazy things happening though. All like every single pull when we made it to the last phase. If you're not familiar, at the last phase there are seeds. And certain people have to hold these seeds and not get burned by fire. Otherwise, we lose. And so our traditional seed holders, I would say usually like half of them to like 75% of them all keep getting fire on them every single Farak thing. It's a total random chance. But they are literally getting burned and they are just getting fucked out there. And it's bad RNG on our part all last night. There was, like, one or two wipes when literally all four of us got fire lines on us or, or tornadoes, and we had to drop things, and then it got crazy over there, and we had to do, do a little dance, because, like, we have all of our seed carriers off to one side so that, like, it's easier for us to dodge other people's mechanics, or, like, the other people who get tornadoes will then just drop them naturally farther away from us, so it's easier for us to dodge them, but then, like, that all just, like, flew out the window when, like, all of all four of us seat holders got targeted by literally every single mechanic. I'm like, you guys are probably on easy street over there with nothing to dodge at this point. <laughs> yes, actually, on my evoker, I'm just like zoom, zoom, fire blast, fire. Let's go, let's go. I, and I didn't even die. get targeted with tornadoes, and I'm very, I can very easily get rid of them. So I was so ready. I had my big finger hovering over the teleport button. You, you got a big finger? Yeah, <laughs> it's genetics. I get it when I drink all the Malibu. That's what I'm using. Wait, so, Aaron, uh, on air right now, which finger stores your Malibu? Uh, right ring finger. Not the left one, otherwise I'd lose circulation and die. Because <laughs> of my, my pact I made in front of the goddess, the Moon Maiden Saloon. Yeah, saloon! <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm using to turn on and off the microphone. But no, yeah, I was like, like I'm very ready to, if I get tornadoes, to deposit them on the edge because I can just port out in one, drop it, and port back in, and I'm I'm right there. But no, you crumbums, you guys had all the mechanics. So all I had to do was sit there and wait to die. Yeah, Um. and... I, I, then eventually we got it. Thankfully, we got it. I think we got it literally on our Uno Moss, our last yes, pull of the, the night. Yes, the last pull of the night. We all put our big hands inside the light. We said, "Ooh, Gibby, Gibby, where's my axe?" Not one. <laughs> and it was so funny. We have how many people do we have eligible for the axe? Paladins, warriors. What's up, Death Knights? Is it's that it? Re it's really honestly, warriors, I will say, yeah. not that much because we have no Death Knights. We have Cheatham. Two Cheatham's a death knight? Yeah, it's a DK. Yeah, sorry, Cheatham. I do not think of you. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. When you okay, so when you're in a raid, do you see everybody as green? Yeah. Oh, dude, you gotta turn on class colors. Not only is it more beautiful. <laughs> I need I need you just also just for fun to see what everyone is. Yes, yeah, yes. Ev everyone's green. And also tanks are included twice. So and also Aaron. 
if you turned it on, you are the only blue mage because Ganlin wasn't there. You'd see, you get to see you as the lone wolf no, out there. No, Ganlin was there. Was he? Yeah, he was. He was there this week. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of me because Sapphire Lead Legionnaire wasn't there. I was the only evoker. <laughs> That's true. I was about to say, and as someone who sounds like this, I very much can tell when other people who sound like this are there. So I was like, yes, I know. For the the nasal voice alliance was in full effect. Also, if Gandolin wasn't there as well, it would have been we, even we harder. We would do because, nothing. Like, yeah, we yeah. No, nothing. <laughs> the shot caller himself. But yeah, we had a, even Fireballs was there, but he stepped out because his health was too low. And get this, Aaron, behind the scenes, there's rumors going around that the same people who normally complain about being slow were complaining that we were being slow. And I'm like, my guy, it's like week 35 of what? rating. It's just nothing. Why are you complaining? Wait, wait, also, wait. Like, being slow in killing Firek? Yeah, last night people were complaining about it. Well, the the two usual suspects were complaining about it, but like, which is really funny because like part of the reason why it took us a while is because, uh, sir, you were MIA and you weren't there, and we had to swap people around, and we were struggling with that. And also, you wouldn't know that the last three weeks we killed it basically in one poll because you weren't there either. Oh, I I didn't know that. Really? Well, yeah, you wouldn't know because you weren't there. Well, also, listen, I'm... <laughs> who, who gives a fucking hoot? It's right? over. Like, who cares about... Also, yeah, randos were showing up. Fireballs was there. And, and Fireballs was on some random other guy. Like, that should be your indicator of, like, yeah, we're not taking this, like, super serious anymore. Also, also yeah, this is a very, very much so established Uno Mas thing, where, like, after we get AOTC, if we are killing the final boss again like sometimes it's harder because people are on like whoever knows what the fuck character like this is a very common thing for us and are we really sitting there like knees arched hands on the ground ready to start the race to what kill mythic gnarl root and that's it <laughs> like we'll get there guy that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like I'm like I don't, I don't even want to kill with Naru. Like I would. I said my plan. I was I was busy. Got a new bed frame installed. I was cleaning up a little bit, and I was like, if you guys see this is money really from a Mythic, season of change for you, sir. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we broke our bed. Not in the way that you dirty fucks <laughs> think, but like yeah. Uh yeah. No, Slide literally was just, like, leaning on the bed to get his phone, and, like, him placing his knee on the corner of the bed collapsed it. (laughs) Well, it probably was weakened from the night before. Respectfully, I don't want to hear where you place your knees during. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was busy, and I was like, okay, I'll sign on, they need help. And then I was like, oh my god, there's 22 people here, what the hell is going on? Um, But yeah, so one of the people complaining didn't show up until after I showed up. Like, there were, like, was it, like, half an hour late? Or an hour and a half late? It was a while, yeah. Crazy, dude. The next time I fucking hear this, like, if I hear it in Discord, I'm gonna go off, and I'll tell you all about it. Don't worry. But, yeah, three hours at Mythic Fire Act, and then the next night, we knew we're not gonna have a lot of raiders, so we made it a key night, and we had enough to run one dungeon, or two dungeons with one group, because we only had, like, five for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because, like, that's fair, because, like, I feel like when people see we're running keys, like, a lot of our raiders just don't care about that, which is also why I feel like if we, we had 20 or 21 people killing a heroic Firak, and, like, 
if we try to do mythic Darlru, i feel like similarly a lot of people are gonna not want to do it like i'm not gonna want to do it but i'll do it if people want to try it i just know that even just gnarl root is gonna slap us around for a while i just know us better than that you know yeah and like the, the guild is as advertised there's been no secrets that this guild is a casual aotc guild we're gonna get you aotc and we can't promise literally anything else i just didn't even show up because hell 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 has its laws and it has effects and the cause and that's all I gotta say. Mm -hmm. I I had to put all my mental energy there. He throws big fireballs. My man Paul Punch the fourth has to punch things. It's in his name. I get Paul Punch was, in there. It was a toughie. I'm curious what happened. I you know I'm I I'm kind of I want to do full clears uh because I want to get my Evoker Worm Crest because I don't have Worm Crest because I I don't have enough aspect shards because they didn't limit they didn't lift the crest limitations until recently so. I've been struggling on my evoker getting gear, but I got to get, I scooped up some of those curios from people. I got two of them, so he's good now. Oh, well, speaking of your evoker, um, so, like, as we said, like, the Farrakh Lego drop has been upped. People are also saying that in the season four data mining, the evoker legendary is seemingly getting a buff as well on, like, its drop rate. Um, I hope this also means that the Rasbo will have an increased drop rate. Probably not, because they didn't seem to care about that, because uh, the Voker one is when they first started to supposedly do a secret bad luck protection. I say supposedly in secret, because we never had any proof. You're all just guessing. You know what's funny? I actually, I was like, let me run LFR Sarkareth on my Evoker last night. And I was surprised. It, I got into the fucking queue. I got into the raid, like, after three minutes. I'm like, oh my god, everyone really Who's is bored. Who's running this other than other Evokers? Right. Like, there's nothing for the layman there. And and there were no Evoker healers. And obviously no Evoker tanks. And there was only, like, six Evokers in the raid group. I'm just like, what are, what is, what are, what are the rest of y'all doing in here the gear that dropped <laughs> was 411 it was gray it was labeled as season two i couldn't even use it if i wanted to so are some people just doing it for like the story at this point i mean like more power to them i'm i'm, I'm just curious i mean like what like what are the, the the people that are here for this or are they people who are just like i i've okay i've always wondered this are there people who play this game where when they try to decide what they want to do, do they just open their adventure guide and start flipping through it? Because, like, literally, like, it, it tells you, like, go to the Abbey. It, it, it probably tells you to queue for it there, like, on the third page. Yeah, and, like, maybe it's people who are trying to get gear just to get a little bit of gear level who are, like, level 400 and don't know how to get any better gear, so they do this. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm glad people were doing it, so I was able to get another thing. Did I get it? No. Of course I fucking didn't get it. Why would I? Did any drop for the six evokers or no? No, not a single one dropped. That's big dumb. That is an example of big dumb gaming. <laughs> if only we could find more examples of big dumb gaming, but we can't because they threw in the towel. Wow. Which is <laughs> so like yes, one of the like prime race to world first the guilds has disbanded. They're quitters. They're losers. <laughs> which which so cozy lozy the leader of big dumb gaming put out a big statement on twitters.com 
It's it's very long. The the main reason that they're quitting is one, uh, they said leadership. Ev- you know what? All the points really come down to this, and it's super sad. Everyone who was good left to go somewhere else, which I never thought about, like race to world first guilds getting like scouted and things like that. But it sounds like that was the big problem was they would they would do good. They'd go big dumb mode and it'd be like Smirkletron the warrior. You're doing pretty good. <laughs> I think you could do pretty good on limit. And then Smirk would leave. So it'd be like, ah, no, that's big and dumb. And that just happened so many times that they were like, okay, we're we're done getting all of our good talent poached. Good night. I feel like this is just like a problem in any um, high end or people like or people who like we saw this in like art like R.I.P. like the toxic part of Dogs with Jobs like they acted like that too like I I feel like you guys are just like not good enough to act like this but they do so like it's just a culture of anybody who feels like they're better than they are or wants to prove that they're better than they are in this game or maybe they are actually good they always feel like they want to climb higher. It's like, you can't go much higher, bud. Smirkletron, where are you going? Also, I do appreciate this thing. And I don't know, maybe burnout. I'm, I am not a racer world firster. But Lozy said, I will miss my guild, all 295 of you. If there's anything that I've learned from not playing the game for two and a half months, it's that I miss each of you every day. So play. <laughs> the game's there, guy. I guess if you're if you're a mythic raider, you've probably done most things, but it's like I don't know, do other stuff. Yeah, I felt that it kind of comes with the territory of mythic plus raiding. Like I feel like the number one rule should be like don't get too attached because you know everyone's gonna be flighty and leave the first chance they get at something they perceive to be better. And that's why I feel like if if a guild has at least some aspect of casual casualness to it, that's kind of like the glue that holds people from just like jumping around all the time. I feel like. Yeah, I wish people who complain jumped around all the time. That'd be fucking great, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, they probably will. We wanted him to. That's the thing. We thought he would. And then here you go. He's still here, still raising a ruckus. We'll see how long. Because once I get a hold of him, you, we'll see. Also, they also cited, and I'm just rereading the thing here, loss of sponsorship, which is tough. Because sponsors for video gaming is like very... They don't do it very often. I read a thing about Capcom Cup, which was a fighting game tournament they recently did. And it's like people were getting sponsored for like a thousand dollars. You also have to like think like if your name is Big Dumb Guild, are you going to be sponsored over someone with a normal game? Probably not. That is tough. You know it. And we have firsthand experience being an alliance guild named Garish Hell Team trying to get alliance members uh, <laughs> into it. We know the crux of having an unfortunate name. You know, Swords of Stormwind is probably more marketable for Alliance people than Garrosh Hell Team, and I think we've learned this. I mean, you figure, who's in GHT anymore? No one. Who's in sort of Swords of Stormwind? Yabyag is still hanging on. Deuteris if he ever Stone. logs in again? Deuteris Dome? Exactly. Swords of Stormwind member. I'm pretty sure my monk that I use as a bank is still there. When the chips fall and we need a backup plan, Swords of Stormwind will be back, baby. So if you want an invitation to Swords of Stormwind, uh, to find Yabyag. Well, <laughs> it's not happening get you in. because I'm worried that one, I had to kick everybody out because I was like, 
boy, I haven't logged into this in like 90 days. Thank God one of the random guys didn't steal the guild from us. So I kicked them all. Did you kick us? Did you no, remember? No, 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 no. Who? I keep us because we use it as a me and well, you, me and me use it as a as a bank. I send all my old materials to Deuterostome, and I have him put it in the guild bank. There's a bunch of old shit in there. What even was Deuterostome? He's a Death Knight. He's my OG Death Knight. Um, before I made Alan the the human. Yeah, he's a human Death Knight. Oh yeah, with the gray hair. Yes, I remember him. He was he was the Drixen's dad, I believe, was the lore we came up at one point. Because Deuterostome is like a worm with two holes or one hole. I forget what the definition of Deuterostome is. Probably two with dew at the start of it. The leaf blower man from episode, whatever that episode was, was back screaming. I mean, he never really left. You know what I'm worried about? The fucking cicadas. This is the year. Oh my god, you guys are going to hear so many cicadas on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back. Everyone's favorite fourth, fifth, sixth, 20th. Thousand hosts of the podcast. If only they could learn to just take, just talk one at a time. Jeez, I'm fine with them being on the show, but they're just always talking over each other. Yeah, everyone knows that like podcasts get into dangerous territory when there's too many hosts, and I think the cicadas really proved that. But I feel like it's time. What do you guys think? Is it time for the March 2024 Traders Post review? Let's do it. <laughs> and I do love. I clicked on the link you provided us. And the header image was this big dumb mouse. And when I clicked on it, it was this big dumb mouse again. So I'm like, is big dumb mouse, is he the only thing? But no, I just have to scroll down slightly. Yeah, no, that's why I fucked up. I posted the second link. And the second link is the official worldofwarcraft.blizzard.com link that has them. I think this is a proper order that we should probably go through them. Yes, I have opened it. I can see a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, slide. Yeah, slide. Give us your description of each one. <laughs> no leaning allowed. Uh, a bird. Okay, so we can we can start with the pets, mounts, and toys section. Up first, coming in hot is the majestic Azure Peafowl for seven hundred fifty tendies. I love this thing. It is a peacock, um, and it is pretty pretty cute. I'm gonna give this one a very very solid toot. How much is it? 750 because it's a mount, but yeah, it's kind of expensive, but I think it's worth it. I'm gonna, I still give it a toot. I mean, from what I can tell, <laughs> its tail is great. Um, I'm in 750. Ah, it's so, it's like all my tendies for the month. Okay, we'll see how, what the rest look like and then I'll come back to it. <laughs> so, put a pin. Everyone remember this moment in the show. Slide will be back. I will say I have much more of an opinion and my eyeballs can see clearer. Oh, you know what? I'll give it a toot. I probably will buy it just because I typically buy the mounts. I'm not super enthused by it, but you know what? There have certainly been worse ones. It flies, right? It does yeah, fly. Yeah. Speaking of worse ones, I don't know. People might like this. Delicate Jade Parasol. It is a toy. It is just the parasol toy from the Venthyr area of Shadowlands, but instead of a gothic gray, it is... A very Pandaren-looking bamboo and green umbrella. For 200 though, that is a boot. 200 is too much, in my opinion, for an umbrella toy. I forgot there were umbrella toys. <laughs> like, when do I need to use these? Um, I like the umbrella toys. 200 is a little pricey. I'm going to give it a soft two. I don't know that I'll buy it, but I understand why people would. I do like these toys, though. I'll give it a so, That's why... Yeah, I'm verging on moot, but it's still going to be a two for me. 
Um, and then up next we have like two returning ones: the Storm Talon and Thunderwing ones. They're we'll returning. Those for now. I do appreciate though that they took this one render of Growlina on the Alabaster Storm Talon, and they continue to reuse it every time it shows up. Where? Where, I appreciate where are you? Oh, I, oh, is it you? The shape on the back of it. <laughs> Yeah, you know how there's a gray bird and there's something else. It's me. I'm the something else. <laughs> Boot. <laughs> Boot for Growlina returning to this page. Come on. <laughs> um. Then we have the fabulously flashy finery, which is returning. Skip that one. Then we have the regal war cloak for fifty traders tendies. It's an alliance kind of looking cape. Um. I'm gonna give it a two. I mean, I. I as far as capes go in the trader's post, I feel like it's one of the nicer ones we've seen. Soft toot. It's inoffensive. I I like it because my home team colors. Let's go blue and yellow. Uh, there are some alliance mogs that I'm sure it could benefit with. This looks great. Wait, are the wrist things not included or is that just there? Because nope, the I believe is it wearing... is just the cape. I believe the man is just wearing a very ornate shirt. I see not naked. What if somebody had their eyes dilated and they can't tell? It looks like it's part of it. So I'm going to give it a sh- I'm going to give it a shoot. Toot. <laughs> okay, up next we have a collection of these uh shoulder capes we uh that, you know, as we anticipated are here every month now. We have kind of like a seafoam green one that is called the Dueler's Aquatic Shoulder Cape. And then we have like a grayish, is that slightly baby blue? Maybe it's just gray. Dueler's Cloudy Shoulder Cape. I'm going to give them moots. I don't care about them, but we're getting closer. Seafoam green and kind of baby blue that's getting towards Alliance blue, which I'm really trying to get to. I'll give them a toot for a little bit of variety and mix and match from your guys' description. That sound pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to give them toots as well. I'll probably buy the Seafoam one. I don't know. Well, we'll see. And then up next we have uh, the similarly colored uh, Seafoam green aquatic gloves. And also a sarong of the same color. And a tabard. And the fan- the cloak. And the cloak with the neckerchief. And the, the sassy dress. Seafoam green and gray came out in a big way this month. Yeah, okay, so on principle alone, I am scooting these capes. Um, I am officially deciding that I am scooting the wrongs now as well, and the gloves. I'm tired of them, honestly. Scooty scoots. Yep, scoot everything other than, and I'll return to it, and it's such a shame, because it was, it was a specialty. Now it's sort of the main dish. It's the yellow lace chips. But Gossamer teal gown, you'll still get a toot for me. Oh, I don't know yeah, if I, I'm going to buy clarify, you. To clarify, that is, that is that alone is still a toot for me as well. Um, as <laughs> I don't I, know I said if before, I'm going to buy it. I said but... before, I will buy it. Uh, <laughs> um, also, I have, to, I have to compare because like that, I feel like this one in particular is probably an updated version of the one that Immunization wears a lot. Um, yes. So I need this, to compare. This is a slightly darker teal than a pre-existing one, but it's not a new color. Yeah. I, w- I just wonder if it looks better. So like, I want to try it on, you know? But it, it's still a two for me. Up next, we have uh, three different headpieces. We have the Lost Crown of the Arcane. We have the Guise of the Royal Masquerade. And we have the Guise of the Shining Masquerade. The latter two are like, you know, masquerade masks with a feather. And the Lost Crown of the Arcane is... It's a recolor it, it of that one, of, right? This is a pre-existing model? I believe so. I think there's a Firelands-looking one of this. 
Hmm, I feel like I'd have it in my repertoire if so, but I don't Perhaps know. Perhaps it's a recolor of the one that you got from Prime Gaming at one point that was like red, I think, or like fiery, mm, but I think it was this. I I like the Lost Crown of the Arcane, so I'm going to give it a 2, but it's tentative because it looks a kind it looks kind of sus, but it is on a bald-headed Zandalari, which is like <laughs> not good looking. So I'll see what it looks like on my beautiful Worgen woman. Uh, it's weird that they put. I need to see some hair to interact with this. Like, why would they do this? Yeah, I think that's why. That's why Aaron said it's sus. I mean, like, we'll have to see. Um, I'm still gonna give it two, and I'm gonna give both of the masks two as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I like these masks a lot, actually. Uh, yes, I'll probably buy at least one of them. I'm gonna give them toots. Toot, toot, toot. They are good looking, and they would probably go good with the final bit of T-Mog here. The Sky Captain's Formal Attire. It is a fancy poetry pirate set. Uh, we've had this before. It features an enormous feathered hat and winged glasses, which I think looks very bad. But, you know what? I was going to say the rest of the outfit looks good, but it looks a little plain for... 800 tenders oh my god Eight was the other one in the shop or in the trader's post i think it was in the it shop it was in the shop it was in the shop i believe it was five dollars ten dollars maybe but i don't know i gotta have to i'm gonna have to moot this because it's just a very it's not crazy it's a very plain outfit for a lot of money I'm also going to give it a moot, um, and I will say that if I were to buy it, I would then for sure buy one of those masquerade headpieces because I feel like those would look better on the head than this crazy-looking headpiece here. Again, it's too expensive. I probably won't buy it. Maybe I should boot this, honestly. I'm going to give it a toot, um, only because this is the only one I saw before my eyes got dilated, and I know I liked it. Um, I think we're getting rid of the headpiece and putting on a regular headpiece would be great. However, yeah, like... I don't think I'm gonna have enough tendies to get both this and the bird and a mask. Those are two. That's a two big orders. So I think I'm gonna have to give the bird the shoot because I think I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I, I said I gave the bird a just a two. Um, but as we get deeper into the list here, I think I'm gonna actually perhaps make it my shoot as well. <laughs> I will say I feel like this trader's post is a little weaker compared to last month's, which is which is mm -hmm. kind of appreciated because I spent a lot of attendees last month. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys. You can shoot with your birds, but I'm shooting with the first bit of our weapon transmog, the Blackrock Executioner. Uh, I, it's is this like, your shoot? Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so fucking big. It's like two axes literally duct taped together. Maybe even three axes. This thing's goofy as hell. And it looks kind of high quality compared to these other weapons, too. It's a polearm uh, for the listeners. Yeah, I, I don't think this is a reskin of anything, because if I saw this out in the world, I feel like I would have taken notice. And I think you're accurate in saying that it's three axes combined or whatever, because I have one that I use when... Metalloid on a rare occasion dips into survival. Um, and it looks like this, but like without the middle part, like it's missing part of the axes there. <laughs> so um I, I I do like this though. It's a it's a toot for me. I'm gonna give it a toot. It's cool looking. Um spiky. Chipped Warblade. It's a low quality, kinda looks like mop sword, uh boot. Definitely a boot. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll boot from me as well. And then up next we have the Jeweled Ripper. It's a fist weapon for 200 tendies. Uh, it's a little higher quality. It's an interesting looking color, I guess. Moot? Uh, uh, moot. I like it. I'm going to give it a toot. I think. We'll see how I feel next week when I go see it. <laughs> That's true. Slide will report back on his things once he can actually see. Speaking of see, I see that the virulent gavel is sick. Aww. It's foul. Looks nasty. I love it, toot. I'm not going to buy it, but I love that we can get weaponry that's sick and needed to go home from school. I'm giving this a boot. If I see you using this booger gavel, we got problems. <laughs> I'm going to give it a moot. I mean, I understand. I like that they're going for something so disgusting. Also, is that like somebody's finger attached to the bottom of it? Hey, let me look at it. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah, so. I think, I think it it's is. like a dollar mm. bill or something. <laughs> Brother, ew. <laughs> we got $2 from the government today. Why? What happened? <laughs> it was to pressure us into taking part of some sort of survey, but we didn't do it. But we got $2. Wait, was it a but Nielsen what... rating box thing? Uh, no, it was just two bucks. What do you mean? They just mailed you two dollars with no explanation, or did you not even? That, read well, the they they mailed us they mailed us two dollars, and then there was a thing that's like, "Hey, the CDC would love you to take part in this, like, in this survey." And I'm like, "We are not doing that." And I threw it away, but I kept the two bucks. Crime. Well, I guess I should I should say I took the two dollars. Cubbybub said, "Quote, don't touch wow. that anthrax money," and she stayed away from You're it. Maybe gonna split it. Nope, I've got a lot of things I need to buy, and that $2 will help. Speaking of things I need to buy, Corroded Algari Defender. It is a wad shield, but it's green. I'm going to give it a moot. I don't use shields very much. I like it. I'm going to give it a toot. Um, you I don't would. use shields often, but you yeah, I would, do like you, it. You goat man. That's why it's the goat! The goat! <laughs> Next up, we have the... <clears throat> boot, by the way. Um... Cat oh, I, it's like I'm in. Oh, it's like I'm in Miss Parallax's <laughs> class all over again. It's definitely Popcorn a C. Reading. It's definitely a C. Catas is it catastrophe? It is, little buddy. Catastrophe's edge. Yeah. Okay, now, now, descri now describe it for us. Oh, I, I can see this one's really big. So I, it's a big green sword. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's really big because they put it on a gnome. Oh. It's a very, it's a very middle-sized sword, maybe. I think if you bought it on your big, cool Draenei man, it might be a little smaller than you'd imagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a moot because <laughs> I think I already have one of these, but in yellow and orange, I think. I see why the Wowhead article said that this uh, month is called Seeing Green. There is a lot of green, like various different shades of green here. Um, I'm gonna give it a, a very light toot. Um, maybe I just like green. Green is one of my favorite colors, so. Moot. I care not for this guy, but I don't dislike it. And Flameforge Felfang, we already had 10 years ago. And Arsenal of the Skyborne Blades are a, a recolor of stuff you could get, like, last April. They look sick. From Are those, like, Lich King runes, or are those just regular runes? Yeah, it's very... That sword that you had to run ICC a bunch as a Death Knight or a Warrior, that one, I think it's a recolor of that. But you get two of them. Okay. I, I like them. Um, it's a little pricey with uh, for five hundred attendees, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a two. <laughs> I appreciate that it lists it as a one-handed sword, 
and a one-handed sword. <laughs> I mean, yeah, wow, it's the same sword twice, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you just you you can put it in both hands. Well, one the one on the right looks like it's glowing. Maybe they're doing a thing here where it's like one is just without the effects and one is with effects. That's true. The druid blades had a similar thing where you got two one-handed swords and they were slightly different. Next up, we got this month's bonus reward. It's a mouse named Tool. Uh, Teal. Teal. Close enough, though. Teal's grandparents told him they were the mice that discovered Azeroth. They were also champion fibbers. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to strap my watch onto him and throw him into the distance, because who cares? I feel bad booting a monthly reward, but uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't. This is a boot. I don't care. I'm going to give it a two. (laughs) It is the one jelly bean and and quarter cup of Tesco lemonade of this week or this month's Trader's Post because I almost wish they just put no effort into it. I wish there was nothing. Tool's grandparents lied to him. We deserve to make him a champion, but not a fibber. But yes, I appreciate your reference to Glasgow's, Scotland's weird Willy Wonka attraction. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Meth Oompa Loompa, let's get, she's going to be on the show next week. We're going to be phoning in from Glasgow. Speaking of Willy, don't touch your willies yet. The show's almost over, but we have a sexiest NPC of the week, and it's the knowledge that you can pre-order the new World of Warcraft book, Exploring Azeroth. Yeah, you heard it right. The concept that pre-orders are opened. That's this week's sexiest. Third book. And you know what? What's sexier than the book are the two people that are narrating this book. That's right. The Exploring Azeroth series usually goes through the eyes of an explorer of Azeroth. And this one is Lothramar and that one bitch who betrayed us. What's her name? Firth Arcanith Thalrathra. Fuck her. There's those two fucking around Azeroth. And it's about islands, right? So there's gonna go through islands and isles? Yes. Yeah, so its official title is Exploring Azeroth, Islands and Isles, and apparently it's being released in October of this year. Also, apparently this is the sexiest NPC of the week, so... (laughs) Yeah, come in the books. Close the pages. Let's (laughs) sit together. All I can think about now is Lorthamar in his fancy finery being like, I'm an island boy. Island boy. <laughs> I guess he technically, you know, I, was, I was about to make a joke about why are they inviting the co- like the colonizer elves. But I hate to say they both are island born societies. It's just one is like we don't think about and the other one. Would you say Suramar is an island? Yeah, I mean, and I'm pretty sure that it's one of the places that will be mentioned here because, um, actually, oh, this is a good idea to name this the sexy, the concept of this the sexiest uh, NPC, um, because it follows them in particular because they are going on a really delayed honeymoon around Azeroth to several different islands. <laughs> they go to Pandaria and they go, ha ha ha! They eat it using sticks. Why don't they use ancient elven folks like us? I do not know, my beloved. Well, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to Pandaria, because, like, w- w- is there already a Pandaria one of these? Well, anyways, um, I believe the places that they're going are the Broken Isles, which would probably include Saramar, um, Kol Tiras, Zandalar, and the Dragon Isles. All of this is being lumped together in one exploring Azeroth. Mmm, reading gets me horny. 
Maybe I'll actually have to get one of these. I've missed out on the last seven, but... First two are okay, uh, from what I've read. Are they? Mm, yeah. They're uh, I thought exploring Kalimdor was cancelable. No, people are so stupid. Don't listen to Twitter. Twitter, if you're on Twitter and you're a World of Warcraft account, you're stupid as fuck. That's us. We're stupid. Yup. We are. And with that, it's time That's for our top two bottom boot medium mood of the week. Oh, I had one more sex Throw pun. Well, okay, so never mind. We scooted that intro out. Go. Oh, well, I was just going to say maybe Thelrissarissara and Lurthamar can take a little break from slamming to give us some more slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> what if they slam poetry while slamming? I mean, just go at it at the same time. <laughs> Go at it in the alleys of Boralus. <laughs> they'll be they'll be gooping and googling, and we'll be in our old recording studio, and we'll be like, "Stop! Please leave." There are several <laughs> other alleys. Don't use this one. Oh shit! We actually haven't checked in on that recording studio for a while. I wonder if they banged there. We're gonna have ah to check it out. man, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the to the old carving I left in the dumpster, like DNR the number four ever, and I'll be like, "Oh no, there's cum under here." They definitely gooped. Do not come. If they had a baby, would it be a white guy? Would it be purple? Or would it just be kind of a lighter shade of purple? It'd be a light purple. It'd be probably like a light, ugly purple, I think. Have we ever had elf inner elven dating before this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Erator. A human. No, but I mean, but I mean, like purple elf to oh, no. white elf. No, no, no. I don't know. There's no way. They only fuck each other. Would would this, would their child or offspring be the first ever fully half like half elf full elves? Like they're fully <laughs> elf, but they're half. You don't understand oh. the things I've gone through as a half elf. I'm part night elf, part high elf. Are we gonna cop out and they're gonna give them twins and one's gonna be like a Lothamar, boo, one's gonna be like boo. Make their children ugly balls of fingers. <laughs> Make those two perfect people have to raise children that maybe shouldn't have. Speaking of balls or fingers, now it's time for our top two medium boot, bottom boot, and I got a quick bottom boot. Boo. Boo. I didn't get the legendary out of my fucking evoker. What do I have to do? Nope. What is my, I've got to have one of the highest kill rates percentages and I still don't have it. It's so stupid. Oh, that's so, that's so dumb. And I'm like, you're going to have to look forward to this more in season four. So I'm sorry. I mean, like, I will too. I'm a hunter. So I, I, I feel your pain. You can get it off the vendor. What about you? What's your top two bottom boot medium immune metalloid? Um, well, I kind of have a medium moot this week. Medium. Um, it's a, I, well, okay. So I've been playing on my priest a lot. Um, mainly because I've had to fill in gaps in our raid group, but I've been enjoying it. So I've been like not having enough to, a lot of time to play with my other characters, um, which is fine. But, um, I did get, I think since the last time we recorded, I got my, what is it? A thousand crafting orders done. So I am now like ooh, merchant ooh. artisan immunization. So that's kind of exciting. I didn't even know that was an achievement entitled to get until you got it. And I was like, congrats. This is not a dick measuring contest, but slide. Do you have this? No, I don't have time. He, he gets to do it while he works eight hours a day. I, when I work, I got to have my hands in animal shit and pigs back. Yeah. Which, which by the way, uh, that's my thing to raise. 
I work from home now, and I thought it was going to be like, I'm going to be made in the shade, like immunization. I don't have time during work from home to play World of Warcraft. What's this guy do? How much environmental engineering is going by the wayside? He has to run keys and play Overwatch, comp Overwatch games. I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah, even, yeah, to, my to, to do, do all this shit. Uh, the I mean... <laughs> best I can do is watch anime, and I can only watch 10 minutes before they got me doing something else. <laughs> I mean, most of the time when I'm logged into World of Warcraft while on the clock, like, I'm just sitting at the World of table, Warcraft? Like... When's that coming? I mean, it's on our Discord. We're always wordling on there. You can, you know, join the wordlers of the DN Army by going to donotrelent.com. Uh, but Aaron, what is your TTVBMM? Well, I got a big fat BB, a bottom boot this week. Bottom boot from the Charlie Factory. Boo. It's the unknown coming out of the walls to steal <laughs> your chocolate. As they call me the unknown, I'm an evil chocolate maker. I've snuck around the mirror to give you this negative news. Um, I was like, damn, we're getting near the end of Dragonflight. I'm sure I could go back to old raids and just one-shot them. And so I was doing Daza one of the best raids to ever be created. And I was going through and kind of, you know, clearing my way through to when I got to Council of the Chosen, Cabal of the Chosen. I'm like, you losers, I'm going to beat you. But I forgot that one of the mechanics in Cabal of the Chosen was a guy who, who silences you for 30 seconds. And then when... If you wait that timer out, he just does it again. I'm like, what? Are you telling me there's actually no way to do this solo in 2024, Year of Our Lord, two expansions later? Damn, that sucks. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it, it that stinks. It's I can't even. I mean, maybe I can come back in another two expansions and be good enough to kill him before he does it. But it's like, oh, this stinks. It really, it really dampened my mood. That's why it's a bottom boot. Bottom You know who else has been dampening my mood in Bizarro World because their kindness inspires me. It's our patrons. You can join them by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash do not relent pod. They are Command Sergeant Major Tazerla, Ahoy Vince, and Sync slash Drag Race, Azarin Digital Dave, asking Garlina to say, For the Horde. Mitch wants to remind everyone that Rathian isn't a child. He's he isn't daddy. He's a literal child. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Kick Puncher, Jerome, Sisters, and Superdorno losing the patient. Gershon, Big Papa, Kirstie's Big Mama, Calcus, a tired void of Hazard, Johnny's Friday is saved, Wooly, Sidewalls, Secret Soccer T, Adam, and Vader Lyle. And you know what? I'm going to turn the energy down for this one for no particular reason. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. I'm shooting my pistols into the ceiling. Good thing we live on the top floor. If you want to send us anything, email it to us at do not at gmail.com. Email me personally at navarracoffin at gmail.com. Email Joe Mama at Joe Mama at AOL. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, well, you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. Or on Blue Sky at Immunization. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. And you can find all of the show's many websites at our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash do not relent pod. If you can think of a website, we have one. And it's there. 
Okay, well, we're leaving. Yeah, so I'm gonna go live in a dark cave and see if I can beat Brock Lesnar with Kobe Kingston again in WWE 2K23. Um, anything, any last words to add? Any, any little fun bits here? No, that's it. Okay, see you guys. And remember, another. Oh, you didn't even give me. I didn't have a. <laughs> I didn't have a thing at that moment, but I was thinking of one. Terry Curry, throw it in. Throw it in. Hey everyone, what's up? Chrissy ain't shit. <laughs> Go by. Another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.